0: I'm not sure if it's a evolution of our methods in doing this, or degradation in the effort we're putting in, that we started with, like, reading through the... or watching through the episodes and carefully typing notes, to I started, at least, like, just going through the episode and realizing if I turn on subtitles, I can just screencap it. And now we're just... we have the video open, and we're just kind of, like, clicking through it as we go.
1: I think it's a combination of all of them. Like...
0: What, what is skill but the true laziness? Yes. And when you're a professional firework, you'll be honest, brave, and free, the soul of decency. You'll be loyal and fair and on the square, and most importantly, when you're a professional firework.
1: Welcome to Brokazatsu, Two Brothers Exploration of Tokazatsu Shows and Related Media. My name's Sam. And I'm
0: Harry. And I have to apologize for the wait, but it's finally here. As far as I'm concerned, the show turned into the terrible mess I expected it to be. I now hate this. <laughs> Which I understand is, I, I guess I also apologize because this might be another weird episode because Sam, as from my, I just heard him explain to another friend, his impression was, it eh, ended a little weaker than it started, but still, it was fine. Yeah, so,
1: um I mean, we'll get into it. There's def- uh, It definitely appears to have some series degradation going on as it moves forward and appears to lose some of its focus and definitely muddles some of this ending. But overall, I mean, the characters were still
0: fun. They were still nice. Like, it's, I don't know. The main difference is that you are a fan of these types of shows, and I am a fan of One Piece the comic.
1: Yeah, I mean, we always kind of knew that you weren't going to have a good time.
0: No, right? like, I mean, after the first couple episodes, I
1: was willing to give it a shot. Yes, and shot is given. And,
0: yeah. Shot is given, and uh, never again. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of it is that I re- I read these chapters for, like, a direct comparison because I wasn't able to last time for the last batch. Uh, it, which didn't matter as much last time because the last two episodes were a shot for shot tra- recreation of the Mihawk fight in an entirely different Barakty arc. So that that didn't really matter. But this, they're doing a lot of the same beats, kind of. I mean, we start with something different that wasn't in the comic uh, because the the crew are using Buggy's decapitated head, although it's fine because that's his power, to guide them to, to Arlong's Island.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that okay so
0: this being
1: a tv show with live actors there are some truisms we just kind of have to accept like in a comic book you can write in and write out a character like very easily you can have a character show up in like one issue and then not appear for another 300 issues and that's totally fine in a comic in a live action series doesn't quite work that way because actors are people and they have lives and contracts and other job commitments
0: yeah it takes a lot of effort to cast a person especially for a series with very specific like stunt and physicality requirements and like these guys have to be able to deal with special heavy heavy special effects and like act through that which is something you got to be good at they have to kind of look like the part And, like, be able to act. So a lot of the time, like, characters from,
1: like, source materials, such as a book, such as a comic book, a lot of stuff tends to get condensed. Characters get combined and smashed together. Storylines tend to get combined and smashed together. uh, Just for the ease of having actors stay at studio. Because if they don't, like, they're going to leave and go on to
0: another project. Possibly. But it foreshadowing here... It is important, when you're doing that, to not condense and can't take out characters that might be a little troublesome to do, but end up being massively fucking important to the story.
1: Interesting. Okay, I'm I'm curious about that, because, like, because, I mean, we both watched these two episodes. I suspect I'm going to have some huge, blinding, like, just voids of information, uh, compared to, like, because you know what happens later. You... You can see the gaps. You can see the problems now. That will not be apparent for another like
0: three seasons.
1: Well, if they I, get there, they probably but, won't get
0: there. Yeah, like like I've said, they're probably going to do season two, and they won't be able to do season three. But whatever. Um, but so I, I'm I. also shadow and bone. Yeah, I'm. I'm not just judging. Like I also have problems with it just up to now because I'm rereading the comic, and we go to Nami's backstory and. Although, like, the nuts and bolts of it is largely similar, it is something I've realized that, like, Nami, okay, she is a little less flirty and provocative in the comic, but, like, in the show, that just means she's kind of like a dour victim. Like, she's a girl that terrible things have been done to, whereas in the comic, yeah, that's true, but also, like, she's smart, and she still has, like, a personality, and, like, she is... She 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 is sometimes like bossy with the other characters, but like in, in a really clever way. Like she's 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 like the only smart person on the crew, Ki- kind of. Well, for like a long in, time
1: in the show, like Zoro, I mean Zoro isn't portrayed as like you know a brains type
0: character, but Zoro's not portrayed dumb. Yeah, Zoro is that character who is like uh, simple but smart. He he is he, Zoro is that character. Mm -hmm. Like, he he is very, he is very intelligent, but he has, like, a very direct goal, and he just wants to do things in a very simple way. Mm -hmm. But Nami is smart and complicated. Like, and, I don't know, they, they have, like, long, lingering, like, soft focus shots of the, the beautiful, like, idyllic life Nami had as a child. Whereas, in the comic, you know, they were still poor. Like, it was a, it was a good life, but, like, it, they... It's a little less schmaltzy.
1: I can't really gauge, you know, what's in the comic. Like, I can only gauge what's on the screen. And what's on the screen is perfunctory. Like, you know, it's... Uh, from from a generous read, what it is is, like, you know, the memory of an adult of a childhood, which, you know, takes away all the rough edges, which just, like, leaves broad strokes, just bright lights, characterization type of stuff, and uh, strips all the nuance.
0: Anyway, uh, there's just like little bits of that. We we do cut into Nami like gambling with some of the fishmen.
1: Yes, she is on an island. Like, do we know? Uh, like, this
0: is Arlong's hideout. Do we know that yet? Uh, yeah, this is this is Arlong Park. Um, and like, have there's like a large island, the Konomi Islands, that has like a smattering of smaller villages around of it. One of which is Nami's, and this is like at the center, like a good part of it. It is. The large palatial estates that Arlong built for himself, like the mansion, aka a medium-sized swimming pool with a rickety shack to sit to the next of it, depending on the version you look at.
1: Yeah, dumb question, Harry. Why is this above water?
0: Oh, it isn't, but it is here.
1: Okay, so big deviation from the comics. Like Arlong Park like, was actually well- underwater.
0: I mean, I'll complain about the Arlong fight when we get there, but I sent you Discord messages when I was freaking out at, like, how much they cut it. <laughs> and, okay,
1: so they didn't do it underwater because that would be nigh impossible for them to do on a on a Netflix budget. Is that what we're saying?
0: Kind of. And my comeback to all of that would be, did, why did you decide to do this on a Netflix budget? <sighs> That's, yeah, yeah. Because what they did do is still not
1: cheap. I mean, it's cheaper than that. It's certainly yeah, but like, cheaper than that.
0: But the money and stuff they did into it could have been, like, two or three, just, like... You could pick two or three shows with a similar vibe and feel, and but, like, make choices about the setting to make it less expensive and hard to do. Like, Firefly is a good show. Firefly is a ripoff of Cowboy Bebop. But mm-hmm. when they made it, you know, Joss Whedon, who I guess is... Kind of out of the industry now. Oh, that's vague. Like he, he got canceled, but like not for like, but for just kind of being a jerk. So I think he might come back and fix it. Anyway, I do whatever. so
1: hate the word "canceled." Like, can we not use that? He, like, he was. It
0: turns out he was a real shithead to his actresses. Like it was. It he turns did out a he thing. had repeated affairs with female
1: actors on his series and abused his power, and so doesn't get work anymore. But but anyway,
0: when he made Firefly, like he adapted it and got like a and figured out a tone and a way to get the good Cowboy Bebop stuff and, like, make it into the show. And, like, Firefly is better for it. Like, when, when I showed Cowboy Bebop to Ellen, our sister, she was just like, oh, this is Firefly. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's the other direction around. But that was totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, it's... Mm. I mean, anyway, anyway. Do, do we want to talk about Cowboy Bebop? Because, like...
0: Cause I mean, I, I didn't I, did, I, did, I didn't watch that. The, I did. the live action.
1: I watched... Well, I watched three episodes of it. And that I couldn't continue because I, much like One Piece, I was familiar with the source material for Cowboy Bebop. And they were not getting it. Like, they just straight up, like, it wasn't just a budgetary thing. Like, they didn't have the tone. They didn't, they didn't understand the source material. They were doing Cowboy Bebop as Goofy. And yes, there was Goofy in Cowboy Bebop. But there was also cool and smooth in it. And they just didn't.
0: Anyway, let's 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 make a little bit more progress. Like I believe. Yes, me, so I'm we are gonna, like thirty seconds into the episode. I'm gonna rant about it. So now, Nami, she wins some money off of the fishman. She's accused of cheating, which she says, No, you know I uh, we don't cheat on this island. She walks away, she obviously was cheating, she's got extra cars and she turns aside, she sees Bucky's body kind of just stuck up in the shooting gallery. And mm-hmm. for for all the I'm complaining, I'm gonna make this clear. I love what they did with Buggy. No, no, it's a that That is a straight improvement. <laughs> like, because Buggy, he did kind of have a thing in the comics where... Like, it was just in some of those side images that weren't, like, really a story, but they were just, like, bonuses. Where he was stuck as, like, a head and waddling around for a while while his body was off and he was looking for it. So this is actually a really good way to work that into the show. While keeping it part of the setting. Like, like that's fine. That's great.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: then, instead, we like nami goes into the single room of our palatial estate
1: yeah which i mean there isn't like a bed in here there isn't even really a pool in here like it's it's just it it's like a studio it's like a it's like a playroom that's that's probably what it's like you know one of those round like round rooms that they have like lectures or plays in
0: they just dressed it up a little bit. Poorly. So then as she's looking at some maps, we get some more flashbacks of Nami to, like, her child life and her being scolded by her mother. Mm-hmm. For
1: stealing or something?
0: Yeah, she stole a book.
1: And so the mother is instilling, like, life lessons. We see, like, Nami's adoptive sister.
0: Yeah. Uh, Belmere.
1: Adoptive sister, also a character in the comic?
0: Yeah, I mean, she she had, well, she yeah. Nami has the same adoptive sister. Uh
1: so Nami's back, so is it is it more or less unchanged? Like, I mean, aside from
0: a few edges here or there? Mostly, but they got well the the very the beginning of it is very similar, although they messed up some of the tone parts. Because like they they tried to portray it as too much of like an idyllic perfect life that Arlong ruined, whereas it was more just like clever hardy people make got a living because it was like a poor village but you know her her mom was a retired soldier who was like wounded like fatally on a battlefield and she she says the only reason she was able to get out of there is because she found these two kids that needed help and so uh, with that as her motivation she dragged herself to town and there's like a bit more of like the just some stuff built out there and so yeah uh yeah Back in the present,
1: uh, Nami meets with Arlong, who shows up at his house, and uh, Nami says that she has the money, and uh, she is holding Arlong to his deal.
0: Yep, it's great. Well, And Arlong, he doesn't want to do it, because Nami is great, because these maps she's making are so perfect. And cutscene here, you understand why the maps are, like, so important to the setting, because, like, A, there's lots more fighting in the ocean, but... Uh, because of all the piracy Arlong's been doing, a marine detachment shows up, and he's able to defeat them, like, through a combination of his three subordinates. Like, there's the Karate Man, who, like, wrecks the keel of the ship. There is the the Sniper Fishman, who can, like, spit uh, waterballs, uh, who gets up and, like, snipes the captain. But then there's the third guy, Hachi, an Octopus Man, who is also super strong, so he he uses the maps and moves some rocks around on the ground to affect the currents and create a whirlpool. So, like... Arlong is showing that because of his fisherman's skill in, like, going around on the water and with Nami's extra expertise and information, they could, like, pretty easily fight off naval ships. Hmm. That, just sounds though... like,
1: that sounds like a fun, expensive scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, I wonder if
1: they could have, like, done, like, cheap animation for some of that stuff, like, stylistic style, like, cell shaded just to cut down on costs but actually have some of the cool
0: shit happen. They call that the anime. Is the problem?
1: Yeah. Like, should and this, we were talking about this. Have and, just remained an anime.
0: I mean, I'm talking about with Nate. They're they're doing like a remake of the anime. They're like because the old ones were made so long ago, and they didn't have like the budget and know what they were doing at the start. It's like really rough, and also lots of filler arcs. So they're kind of just doing a second run of the exact story from the comic, tightened up. And that's what that's what you should do. Isn't that kind of like these...
1: Full Metal Jackets? Um... Or film Metal Alchemist's, like, uh, Brotherhood?
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. They're doing the Brotherhood treatment.
1: Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, I, I guess I'm not sure.
0: The One Piece anime adaptation is really rough. Like, it's, a lot of people like it, but it has a lot of huge glaring faults. Okay,
1: okay. I, uh, I mean, sure, shit. If, if they do something well, then great. God bless them.
0: Yeah, but anyway, um, Arlong, he talks more about fishman supremacy. And again, this is another thing. Arlong doesn't really get into that in the comics. He he briefly brags about how he's so much stronger and stuff, like fishmen are naturally stronger. But that more comes off as like the anime thing of bragging why this particular enemy is more dangerous than the last one. And the the racism plotline is very real in the comics, but it's brought up much later. By a certain character. Uh, and at the time they bring it up, they've already had lots of super humans in different ways. Lots of, like, different types of threats. So, fishmen are not, like, seen as some kind of uber bench. Instead, in, in the show, just bringing up here, and the fishmen are, like, the... Are naturally so much stronger. It kind of comes off as, like, the super-predator problem of, like, the X-Men. Where, like, we are feared and despised by humans but also we do have laser eyes that randomly sometimes blow up buildings. Like, this, (laughs) this, the Arlog portrayal here kind of justifies racism, and I don't think they were meaning to do that, but they definitely did it. (laughs) Like, Uh, they took out the sympathetic characters in his crew and just... They just left a bunch of superpower assholes
1: who were complaining about being perceived as villains.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's, uh, hmm... I mean, the fish people are clearly like standing in for like you know certain real world archetypes here. So yeah,
0: like when you when you cast a black actor on the beast, on the character with strong <laughs> bestial features, <laughs> and he talks about how much stronger he is because he's inhuman, and he also still loses, and he's the villain. You have done a bad thing.
1: <laughs> you haven't really progressed the whole dialogue about racism.
0: It's like. <laughs> It's like you're making a movie about Nazis, and we're like, we need more diversity. Some of the Nazis are women. <laughs> <laughs> or not even that, like, uh, what was it? Oh,
1: God, I'm not, I'm not sure what the right analogy here is. Uh, hmm. We should probably just move the fuck on.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, so.
1: So, yeah, the Marines show up at the restaurant. They're following uh, the Straw Hatch Trail.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so it's GARP. <laughs> here to remove focus from the currently ongoing story Uh uh, by talking with Zeph. Uh, Like, Zeph... I mean, it's, it's Zeph just, like, drawing it out and not wanting to reveal that Luffy was there. And, like, the scene goes on for a while. Like, Garp knows, and I'll see everybody knows, but Zeph, like, he also has a bunch of steaks that he's gonna feed to Garp. It's like, Garp, again, does not show up for a while in the comic, and... The show, it keeps... It's so... Because these are important characters. Well, Zeph is not important. Zef, like, never shows up again. Garp is super important. Kobe is important. Uh, eventually. But, like, the show is so interested in, like, building them up. Like, they are not going to do shit for, like, five seasons.
1: Now, they're they're going to do shit next season, Harry. They're probably going to do some of the shit that happens five seasons from now next season.
0: Well, no, because they better not. Because they, they introduced... They tease the character that will do some stuff, even though I maintain they tease the wrong character. That's like a minor, that's a smaller thing. We'll get to that at the very end,
1: I think. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll get there.
1: We're, we'll get there. So Garp, Kobe, uh, the blonde-like son of uh, Axe Hand, and then Garp's like fedora-wearing, like right-hand man. Who I,
0: I have no idea who the fuck he is. He, he's mostly just Garp's right-hand man. Like I, I, I looked him up and. He, he seems to mostly just hang around Garp and, like, help him out and, like, just be his loyal assistant. So he really is just, like, his exo. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, you know, Garp is... Garp he is, is an not animal. always. Yeah, he doesn't do the paperwork very well. This guy is, like, more the... He 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 fills out the paperwork. But he's also really good in a fight. So, yeah, we get a little
1: uh, bit of scene at the restaurant before cutting back to the village. Uh, So the Straw Hatch crew, minus Nami... Is uh, wandering through what it, uh, turns out to be Nami's old hometown, and it is thoroughly thrashed.
0: Yeah, much less thoroughly than in the comic, but still, like I guess they they did okay with the sets they had. They they have one house flipped over instead of like a whole row of them. Like I think in the comic they kind of wander through an entire village that Arlong destroyed because he will destroy villages if they if they fuck with him. Like you know he has twenty villages under his control at this point, and so. If one refuses to pay up, he'll just, you know, destroy it and eventually conquer another.
1: I mean, the, they got the point across, like you know, the upside down house, like the, yeah, the wrecked walls. That,
0: all... That's fine, but also the the the, the 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 villagers are gathering together money, and there is oh, I, I did guess name, but like the the scarred guy with mm-hmm. the with a random pinwheel on his hat in some scenes. Uh, that that that's explained in the comic anyway. Uh, he he's getting the money. It's like, oh, we don't have enough for Arlong. <clears throat> and uh, Nami shows up to like you know, to co- collect the money for Arlong because he's making her do it. twisting the knife a little. Um, and Mare, Nami's sister, shows up and like spits at Nami's feet, which I thought was kind of weird, because it turns out they've made a major change in the co- from the comic.
1: Oh, what's the change? Like, did they, like,
0: draw straws or something to do this? No, I mean, uh, Nami, like, Nami told Belmere exactly what she was doing, like, right after she joined Arlong's crew way back as a kid. Oh. So it's it's weird that's Well, I mean, they, they go in a different way, this. they It's, like, less of a reveal. Well, it's like. Alright, so the whole thing with Nami in the comic is that, yeah. You know, it's like, she's less of a victim and more actively trying to find a way out, and she's kind of trying to be super clever about it. Like, she's pretending to be, like, one of Arlong's pirates, and she she really does do piracy stuff for Arlong. She goes out and, you know, robs people, banks, other like, pirates, whatever. Uh, but she she tells her sister what her plan is, that she can get all that berry and buy it back from Arlong, and uh, Belmare like, does end up telling everybody in the village. So, Nami doesn't actually know this, but she thinks she's clever, like, putting up a false facade, but everyone's actually cheering for her and trying to help her and support her. But, like... And so, when it comes out... Well, A, it's it's more her being humbled than just being actively attacked when Arlong just sends somebody to steal the money and take it. And Arlong just kind of, like... Nami accuses him of cheating, and he... Basically just laughs off the accusation, says, like, listen, nothing has to change. You can just keep working for me. It's fine. And everybody in the village, like, shows up and, like, helps her. She realizes that, like, basically it's her learning to help other people or, like, lead lead on other people and, like, accept their help. That would have been
1: better than what they did.
0: Yeah, because it's really heartwarming that everybody in the village was, like, pretending to be angry at her and, like, give her dirty looks. But she was actually being supported and loved the whole time. Oh, and like, why and did they she sta- change that? And and when she stabs her, like, the tattoo on her shoulder, that's because when she first joined with Arlong, like, she made an oath specifically on it that, you know, she would do all this. So it's it's her, like, it's her physically rejecting her clever pat and just, like, going directly to attacking him as opposed to just being angry at, at it.
1: Mm-hmm. So we've kind of in a backhanded way talked about all the plot points of this
0: episode. Should we just skip to the next episode? Uh, Nazumi shows up. Uh, he he does show up briefly in the comic, like kind of a similar thing, but again, Arlong does like break out the rhetoric so there's a scene of him like bullying more money out of him.
1: Uh, and uh, Nizumi is a was it a cat person
0: marine? No, he's he's a rat person. He's a rat person marine. Yeah, yeah. N- Nizumi, I'm pretty sure that's like "rat" in Japanese, and he's got. No, oh, you're right. Rat. Yeah, he's like got a, he's like got the, mouse... the D&D race. Yeah, he's got mouse ears and whiskers, so in a way that in the comic could just be like a weird mustache, but he is just like a mouse person in this. It's, it's the same weird thing from the sheep guy in the earlier episode who might've just had a weird haircut of the comic, but now this one, he is like an animal person. I mean, so yeah, we get the breeds
1: like they, they steal from Nami or rather, um, after he kind of strong arms Arlong cause you know, he is clearly being paid off by him. Uh, our pays him off by telling him where Nami is hidden the hundred million, uh, uh, Barry.
0: Uh, so she's not able to buy away the the freedom of her town. Uh Garp, he does, also has a talk with Zeph, and they are putting way too much importance on Luffy early on. Like, yes, later on, Luffy does Zarking some parallels drawn between him and Gold Roger, but, like, you're putting the cart before the horse, man. Like, you build him up. Like, it's just a lot of characters... It's the prequel problem of... The setting knows these characters are important, so there's lots of people saying, someday you're going to be a real big real big hero, kid. Or something like that. But they're having the prequel problem in the actual show, which is a unique thing, I think.
1: Fun. Fun. Yeah, like, for now, he should just be, like, an incredibly, like, minor, minor pirate, right?
0: Yeah, like, like an important in the East Blue, which is pretty much the boonies of the One Piece world. But still, the, the first similarities do not show up until early in the next season, effectively.
1: I have lost track of where we are in this episode. Like, should we just go on to the next one?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's just skip this. Uh, So, Nami (laughs) asks Luffy to help her. Yes, at the end of the episode. He shouts to the heavens that he will. And again, it's... (coughs) It's the thing of, like, Luffy is several years younger in the comic. (coughs) So, it's... It's just him blindly it's you know in the comic he does not have a lot of interiority as a person and i get it's hard to write a story about that guy but you did decide to do that
1: yeah they they chose this no one forced them to do this so as we start the next episode we see the scene of uh baby nami getting the tattoo on her arm uh from our long screw to you know officially Join up with them until she has paid off her debt, which, of course, he stole.
0: Uh, yeah, and the cinematography is done to make it as painful and terrible as possible, when in the comic, like, she was able to, uh, you know, she, she kind of, she, she was more clear, she was being tricked, but she was also in charge of her choices. Also,
1: shoulder tattoos aren't that painful.
0: So the crew, they're going to fight with Arlong.
1: First thing they go back to the village uh to Nami's old village which is even more burned down than before like did I I am unclear why Arlong burned down this village. Oh, uh, well cuz they did. Didn't did pay he up. do it in the comic?
0: <coughs> the the he was going to go do it but that was because like it, so the back and forth is more complicated cuz like the crew kind of shows up but Usopp gets like separated from the crew well, Usopp and Zoro are separated. Zoro is, like, he's tied to the ship. And, uh, all right, so, so it's a little bit more complicated because uh, in the comic, Zoro has two, like, guys who follow him around who are also uh, bounty hunters. And they got, like, involved in the previous arc a little bit in fighting the, the full middle guy who just gets killed in one shot in this version. Um, and they're, they're really minor characters. They don't, they, this is the last point, I think, where they show up, but basically they, they're doing a the whole thing with two ships. And so Zoro is like tied to the mast of the ship because he is super, he's like cut in half wounded. And he is from, like, from Misha? Yeah. From Mihawk. Or from Mihawk? Yeah. Okay. Like he occasionally grunts and leads on something in this version, but in the comic, gets clear he's like on death's door the entire time. And he he's kind of being stuck there just so he won't go out and injure himself. But then him and Usopp are stuck on the ship. They they get picked up by Arlong's pirates and like captured. And Arlong is like, "Why are you guys doing here? This is weird," uh, because you know Nami, he did not go to seek out Nami. Nami came to him. Kind of to avoid all this. So there's a, this whole complicated thing with like the crew going back and forth between the village nearby and Arlong. And Arlong is sending out uh people and eventually he gets he starts getting the idea that someone on the on the island is trying to sabotage him and kill him and he's not sure who but at one point he does decide to destroy the village is the thing i'm saying
1: okay that does sound a lot more complicated than what they did at the show that might be a
0: point in the show's favor well but it, it's dynamic though and it has like good fun scenes of like luffy so the arlong crew they have this pet monster like a giant sea cow uh, and it's, it's foreshadowed in some points, but then Luffy shows up and, like, just deals with it really easily, and, which kind of causes some complications in the fight, but anyway, um, it, it's, like, it's character building through fighting and stuff like that, which is something you have in a fucking Shonen show.
1: Which they can't have here.
0: Yeah. And also, they, they, uh, as they're doing all the stuff, they're slowly revealing stuff about the village in the background, so it's, like... It, it's it's threaded in pretty well. Anyway, it's time to fight with the fishmen. So in the actual fishmen fight, like Arlong Park, is right next. So it does have like a mansion on the land, but then right next to it are some big, like, pools thing that lead right into the ocean. So most of the so at the start of the fight, Luffy gets like uh, he he plunks in, in the dumb kid way. He anchors his feet into the fucking ground. Grabs something heavy and swings it around like just hundreds of times to knock out all of the mooks in the fight. But okay. then, but then, because his feet are stuck in the ground, Arlong r- rips a chunk out of the ground and throws him into the bottom of the fucking ocean,
1: where his powers is, don't work.
0: Yeah, which is bad. So, uh, the crew have to try to save him. But then the three, the three subordinates are fighting them. There's the the sniper guy who's fighting Usopp. There is Sanji, who fights the fishman karate guy. And there is Zoro, who's fighting Hachi, the six-armed swordsman, who's the super important character earlier, who is an escaped slave from a revolutionary army, like, under, under like, Sunfisher. And there was a whole, as it's revealed later, there's a whole philosophical split between Jinbei and Arlong and, like, you know, should we... <laughs> it is the Magneto and Professor X thing of, like, should we kill <laughs> all the humans or, like, just be cool with them. And get um, her own rights that sounds like a very fun character yeah but he has six arms and that's really hard to animate so whatever he's not in the series instead instead there's just a point where the other characters are having their own individual boss fights and zoro stands off to the side and also he murders a lot of the fucking fishermen in this thing even though in the comic he doesn't murder i mean, it's unclear on how many of the minor characters he kills uh, but he doesn't kill lots of the major dudes. And also, he di- in the, the, this live version, he didn't kill the two thief dudes, but in the comic, he definitely did. So we've moved to a thing where the monster people are murdered a lot more than the human-looking people, which, again, not great for your racism. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the...
0: Hmm. Anyway, God, in the comic, very,
1: very uncomfortable to talk about, like, you know, what is it? proper portrayal for, like, you know, the fish people who were, like, you know, former, like, former slave, former disenfranchised, and, you know, they're stark, uh, it's ugh, ugh that's, mm, can of worms,
0: can of worms. And also in the comic, there's a whole thing where, uh, Nami's sister, Mare, and the Scar guy, they sneak in, because the villagers can't really fight, like, they're not very strong, but they still find Luffy at the bottom of the ocean, then he's made of rubber, they just stretch his neck up to the surface, like, he can't consciously move but he's still kind of made of rubber so they just bring his head up and start pumping his body to like get the water out and let him actually breathe and so then there's like an up and down
1: that like that that wouldn't have been that expensive to animate
0: yeah that's really funny like it's like they could That's have cool. done
1: some like trick photography or something, like you know, just put his head on like a table, and so the actor is actually underneath the table, and they just like CGI off the back of it or something.
0: Yep, and it keeps Luffy out of the way for like the first fight because it's it's relatively close between the lieutenants and uh, the Straw Hats relatively. Also, Usopp, his part is even dumber in this version. So in the comic, he is like fighting the the sniper guy, and in this Which version, he does this. Yeah, but in this version, he has to carry around the bottle of alcohol with him that he already, in a previous party scene, was like shooting fiery shots out. So it's dumb and like so. It it in the comic, Usopp specifically douses him with alcohol and sets him on fire. So that's the trick. In this one, it he just got lucky that he brought he brought the gun pointed at his own head because his powers were weaker in this version. Yeah,
1: they're not doing Usopp any favors in the TV version, it would seem.
0: Also, they do the Usopp thing of him, like, covering himself, in ke- covering himself in ketchup to pretend to be dead. But then, in this version, he just stands up immediately after and kills the guy. But in the comic, there's a beat where he's like, Alright, I, I can't beat this guy, and he's just gonna fade to death. But then, when the guy sees that and turns around, Usopp has a crisis moment. He's like, wait, I came out here to be a brave warrior of the sea, like... Am I just gonna hide all this time? Am I gonna hide forever? And so he he stands up specifically and has a moment where he like fights him and then matches that. And the best, kind of the funniest part, is that when he does the exploding bottle thing, the the guy he's not fully out; he's just stunned. So Usopp run, runs up with a hammer, and just bashes him for a while until he's knocked out. And I wonder if they like,
1: changed that because that would be much more violent than, like... Uh, Well,
0: Zoro is, like, impaling them and slicing them in half.
1: They don't care. Yeah, but, like, you know, katana cuts are, like, you know, clean as far as TV sensors are concerned. Like, you could... That's the type of thing you could do on the CW. You can't set a
0: person on fire and then hit him with a sledgehammer. That's just mean. Luffy, he starts this fight right away instead of, like, can we get the end? Because after the Straw Hats deal with the lieutenant's Arlong starts and starts fighting them, and he's clearly on a different level. Like, he is. He, he starts off by picking up water and throwing, at th- throwing them at the Straw Hats, and the droplets hit like fucking bullets. And, like, their swords are bouncing off of them. So, Luffy. <clears throat> again, it's a weird storytelling thing, but Luffy. It kind of becomes. Like, a philosophical fight, because it becomes clear Arlong is, like, using people, and, like, that's how he perceives people, but Luffy. He sees them as individuals and he wants to bring out the dream like so there is like a giant multi-level building that they that again because it's a comic he's jumping between different levels like there's lots of verticality they're like fighting over the space of a city block Arlong jumps in the water and starts shooting out of it like a bullet Mm -hmm. uh and they eventually land up on one one lonely room at the top of the tower uh, which is kind of this one on the ground level like the only one where they have the big beat of Arlong showing all the maps Nami made, and then they make it clear that she was, like, you know, driving herself to exhaustion and, like, hurting herself and bleeding on the maps, and, like, all this value. And, and, uh, Luffy, he doesn't break the room, like, to defeat Arlong. He breaks the room and destroys it, uh, to, because that's something Nami hated, and, like, he doesn't see her as worth because of that. He sees her as worth because of a person. Mm-hmm. And Nami is off to the side, seeing that, and, like, thanking Luffy, and, like, very, very emotionally moved. And when, when he kind of breaks this and gets through, that's when he finally land, manages manages to land the final big blow on Arlong. And in this version, they kind of do it too, where Luffy kicks him through a bunch of levels, but they're on the ground level of, like, a one-story building, whereas <laughs> in the comic, they had been, like, ascending slowly and climbing to the top of it. So when he blows up the entire fucking building, it means something. Okay, yeah,
1: um... Yeah, there are some changes that they made that were because of budget and production, and there's some changes they made. I don't know why. The, like, a lot of that would just be better. Yeah. Oh, and then Garp shows up, because... So Garp Garp... does
0: show up in the comic? Oh,
1: okay, 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 okay.
0: Yeah, that was was me being sarcastic. Like, Garp shows up. Oh, oh, uh, by the way, um... They, it's a minor point, but there's a couple times when Saji is, like, cooking something, he, like, cooks something, something for bel he cooks something here, but, like, most of the time, they don't, they're not really going into, like, what he's cooking, but I feel like they're, they're a lot more specific about the ingredients and stuff he's using in the comic, or in, in the anime, like, the actual dishes he's making. I mean, they anyway. kind of did that.
1: They did that a little bit of the restaurant arc. I feel like that's something that they will throw in occasionally where he will uh, be very, very specific about the meal that he's making. Which, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Like, we can we can know that that is happening in the background. We don't need to see it every single time.
0: But anyway, Garp is here to show up and, like, be strong. Oh, did, and... we,
1: did we want to talk at all about, like, Zoro and Sanji, like, facing off against that one lieutenant and also at the same time kind of fighting over Nabi because... The show has a love triangle forming, it would seem.
0: I, I don't know what to do about that, because, like...
1: Because that, that was not at all the case in the comics, right? No love triangle at all?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, in the comic, Sanji is just a big simp for all the pretty women around him. And Nami kind of, like, basically just kind of laughs and uses it to take advantage of him in, like, a very innocent, simple way. Like, hey, Sanji, uh, can you go help me with this? And he's like, oh, yes, I'll do that. And then he go does it and zoro uh
1: i mean i i'm not misreading that right like the show is making a love
0: triangle zoro and nami there is a lot of tension between them in the show yeah they they are kind of showing it yeah i mean but, i kind of like, ship it but yeah i i mean i'd be fine with that the the canon ships in one piece are weird cuz it's it's a lot of really young characters
1: yeah yeah and, like... I mean, the way you described it, like, the comic
0: is very non-sexual. Yeah, it's it's very non-sexual. Like, the, there's lots of women in tropical situations, and sometimes they're in a bikini, but, like, uh, that's pretty much it. It's, like, uh, very shortly in the series, like, I'm not saying they get, like, a totally equal representation. Like, the, the women, there are more women coded, they don't get as many direct combat uh, positions and stuff like that, but... it, You know, that's the creator isn't super great about it, but still, like, the, the women, like, do fight on a pretty simple equal standing with the men. And, which again makes the Zoro's friend thing even crazier. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, like, not a lot of shipping. There's, like, there's some chaste romance sometimes between some people. Like, I think Saji does eventually run into some girls who actually like him back. And there is, eventually, Luffy just being his charming self there is one lady who is super super into him and he doesn't even realize it but like you know it's <laughs> it's it's not a story about romance no it's a story about like stretchy arms and piracy yeah and I would be fine if they did this tension and actually had some kind of romance go on between Nami and Zoro or Nami and Sanji or Zoro and Sanji as a big part of the fandom also is interested in but like they're not going to, because that would piss off the fans. And this show is nothing but uh, thoughtlessly recreating specific scenes and, like, arcs from the show.
1: Well, but also but except also for when it's them too expensive. for no particular reason.
0: Yeah, except for when it's too expensive and then they don't bother. And also racism is justified sometimes. But, like, what are you going to do?
1: And also sometimes they change plot lines that didn't really need changing, as far as you describe.
0: And Garp, he shows up to, like realized Luffy needs to be let go. And this I feel like this is a realization he had a couple times. Like this this is the latest version of the albino bones from Black Lightning, but he kept being sent them by that mean lady in the criminal organization, <laughs> like uh whale. He kept you know, she she threatened him that one time and then kept sending him those and like it was just like it was the same note being repeated over and over. This is Scarp showing up and realizing that uh Luffy's actually great and he needs to go on his own path.
1: Yeah, so this, this has no relation at all to the comic, right? This scene didn't happen. This is wholly from, like... This is
0: created from whole cloth for the TV series. No, yeah, like, I'm, I'm like... I started reading ahead. I'm, like, a third of the way into the next season. Garp still hasn't shown up yet outside of, like, some cameos and those, like, cover images. Okay, so what...
1: Are, are they, like, fast-forwarding a plot line? Is this a new thing that they're doing? Because... As this ends, like, you know, as Garp, like, you know, has his punch out with Luffy and then uh, just needs to make sure that Luffy is really on the path that he wants to be on and gives him the thumbs up to be a pirate, even though he's a Marine, question mark. Um, Yeah, many, many questions for how that's going to play out. But he also ends with training, uh, saying that he's going to train up Kobe and that blonde son guy
0: yeah help, because help they boat, i think
1: they showed some metal and they stood up to him and so he's going
0: to train them to be fighters i guess yeah he he's training them to be like when they show up later on they're they're actually pretty competent like fighting marines but they're also cool dudes cuz garp is reasonably a cool dude like he is the he's a marine but he's also like a loose cannon he just he doesn't really get his hands dirty in the nasty shit the world government is involved in
1: Okay, so, so this is actually accurate to his portrayal—that he's yeah, like that, a marine, part... but he's the nice one.
0: Yeah, well, like he is—he is the not fascist one. Like he will fuck up actively. Pirates. Does he actively
1: work against the fascist people in the
0: marines? Yeah, to different extents. Like he—he he slow plays it sometimes, but there's also some things he's done and some secrets he's keeping that are so. Radioactive supernova nuclear problem that they like shake the world when they come out, and he's like actively preventing them from coming out or like stopping them. Like, okay, okay, uh, like oh, fine. What secret he's keeping when someone else finds it out? The government declares war on something. Interesting, and he's yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but it's, it's, he's kind of just here to show off hockey. Like what I've been hitting at, like the third power set, there's like a third power set. And it's like, <clears throat> there's three things that you can do. You can be like tough and hit things extra hard. And you can also like kind of perceive attacks, like dodge them a little bit better. And he, there's just points in this where he's clearly using those. It's like, they're foreshadowing that by crowding and in doing so, they're crowding out all the buildup for Nami. It's like the cool fight. And like, why the fuck would you... S- and this isn't even a good fight! Like, no, it's
1: it's not a... Uh, we kind of brushed over it really fast just by skipping all the fights. But the fights in this episode were kind of shit.
0: Like, Sanji and Zoro's actors. They can fight, sure. Like, they're good at it. Like, Sanji can flip around to do kicks. Zoro can do swordplay. They're good at it. Luffy's is actor? It- and I'm sorry, he can't fight. Like, maybe it's the choices they're doing with the special effects and stuff, but still, the net effect is he can't really fight. And Usopp, they don't seem to really be able to portray him shooting stuff because he, like, fucking barely does it.
1: Yeah, and, like, it was it was a lot of fighting with Fishman in this episode. Should we chalk it up to like, they put actors in Fishman prosthetics and so they couldn't really move? Because, like, the Arlong fight, you know, we brushed way past it real fast because it was worth brushing past. But, like, they punched each other, but there, there weren't jumps, there weren't flips. There, uh, it was very one-dimensional, it was very just, like, back and forth.
0: It was, it was Luffy calmly walking around a room and punching down some pillars, and Arlong yelling no and punching down other pillars accidentally. And then the building collapsed, then Arlong lost.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't, like, grappling, there wasn't flips, there wasn't... Uh, there wasn't like, a lot of the, toku stuff that we're accustomed to.
0: Like, even even there's lots of I mean there's lots of tricks not all of which really matter in the thing but like there's that point when Arlong gets hit in the jaw and like his teeth fall out and come back in right in this show Mm -hmm. that is an extremely minor part of a major thing in in the comic where like Arlong just even initially he can like bite like uh, Nami's mom when she first meets him puts a gun in his mouth and Arlong bites through the gun he's on that level so uh, Luffy punches out his teeth so he pops out his entire set of teeth and uses a set of bra- brass knuckles. Nice. And like, grows a new one. He can do shit like that. And there's even a moment, but it's kind of like, it's showing Luffy how, I, I'm kind of realizing this, it's showing how Luffy doesn't really care about the racial discrimination stuff and like is actually way more open because when Luffy sees that, he thinks it's super cool, so at a certain point he like gets those teeth away from him. And Luffy puts them in his mouth and tries to like, now I have big chompy teeth and I'm gonna fight you like this. And everyone around is like, it's not a cool moment. Everyone is like, Luffy, you're being dumb. Stop fighting for real. And it, Luffy tries to do it, and it's not really effective, but whatever. <laughs>
1: okay, so yeah, the so the fights were mediocre, which is weird, because
0: It's me a if Shonen I'm wrong show! Here.
1: Weren't the fights earlier in the series better? Yeah. Like, yeah. the fight against the Axe Hand guy felt pretty dynamic.
0: Yeah, that the fight with Axe Hand Morgan is probably the best in the series.
1: And the fight with, like, the two swordsmen on the stairwell was pretty good. Like, that was yeah, actually, that, that, that was, that was a good, good fight, too. Yeah. So they can do good fights they've we've
0: seen them and like they front-loaded them anyway i don't know like let's just wrap this up so that we can talk some more so there's a montage (laughs) of like the various people they've met they're all looking at the newspaper because like luffy's a luffy's got a a huge huge bouncy and he's excited about it which he is in the comic anyway uh and then there's like a post credit scene where they where they show a guy with two cigars like, burning Luffy's uh, wanted poster. That That's Smoker, he's a character, whatever, he shows up. He, he's, a, like, I feel like it would be a lot better to foreshadow Crocodile, which is... So, okay, I could... Here's the the funny production thing. I'm, again, just not realizing why they did this. So, they show Smoker from behind. They clearly haven't cast him, so they're leaving it open for next season, like, when they get around to doing it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they, they think they have a casting, but they want to, like... Uh, they want to leave it
0: relatively open. Yeah, so a much better scene would be, so remember way back when when Zoro killed a guy named Mister Seven. No. Uh, like, what first, like when he first showed up, like a guy came to recruit him from a, a mysterious organization.
1: Oh right, like, right, right. You're number seven. Why didn't they? Yeah, send like, someone higher?
0: yeah. So said someone with a better fucking number, and so he kills him. So a much better scene, and I'm just doing this off the top of my head. It would be like a woman showing up, maybe another guy like staring, uh. Staring off it could be like a smoky room or whatever. Uh uh saying like, hey, uh we got reports that Mr Seven was killed. It's like, oh well, you know, whatever if he failed if he failed to recruit him, then failure is as bad as betrayal in this organization. I'm glad he's dead. Uh besides, our plans are so close to fruition. Uh you know, I'm I'm gonna take it over a fucking kingdom. Uh the pro is, like, there's multiple characters in that scene, and they would need to be cast for that interaction, because they need, would need to talk and stuff. But that would be much better, because he is kind of the final boss of the next season.
1: Okay. Yeah, that
0: maybe that will be,
1: like, in the first episode of next season.
0: Like, Smoker, he he's important, but he's, like... Who is Smoker? Is he, a, he's, a Smoker a Marine, or a pirate? Yeah, yeah, he's a Marine captain. He is... He's much more... Of, he's not, like, a bad guy... But he is much more of a company man than Garp. Like, he will bring in he will bring in Luffy or you he, he will bring him down. He doesn't care. Like it, in his first scene, Luffy is kind of like caught in scuffle between other pirates. And uh Smoker, what he tells his subordinates is, Eh, let them kill each other, we'll arrest or take down whoever's left. He's that type of guy.
1: Okay, so but, practical.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hm. Anyway, what... I'm just very mad. <laughs> and I'm mad largely because they didn't introduce the dumb, silly octopus guy. But God damn it, One Piece is a comic where the dumb, silly octopus guy is fucking integral to the story and the plot and the tone. Was Hachi... the show a
1: bad idea?
0: Yes! We knew that going in. And we were shocked because it seemed like maybe they were pulling it off. But then they didn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. We were, we were lulled into complacency by, like, the first few episodes, which were surprisingly competent. But also, when we think about it, had some of the simplest production.
0: Yeah, like, the heart of the matter is, it's easy to improve on the Elveda fight. It's easy to improve on the Axan-Morgan fight. They actually did a good job with Captain Kuro. I will say that. Good job on Captain Kuro. <laughs> they... Scene for scene recreated the Mihawk fight, and I'll say they did a good job with Mihawk, but the plot of that episode otherwise was kind of weird and draggy too much. And then they shit the bed with Arlong. And it's not going to get any easier. It's going to get harder. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Well. uh, So. This is going to get harder. Like, Harry, uh, next season, are most of the people that they're fighting human or are they like fish people again animal people like people people who shall we say might be wearing prosthetics that would make fighting difficult
0: um so the first people so let me think All right so people and other pirates that they've already shown uh that's kind of the first thing like buggy does come back briefly um then yeah buggy is going to be
1: a Buggy and, uh, also in the last shot, they introduced the, or reintroduced the female pirate from the first episode. Oh yeah, that Alvida. Had, yeah, so, Buggy and Alvida, they're going to be, like, kind of second-tier antagonists next season. We know that. That's just
0: a TV production thing. They're cast already. Great. Fine. Uh, that, that is, that is actually canon. They team up, it's fine. Alvida, the comic, she gets a thing where she gets a devil fruit that also makes her skinny, but it seems like they're not doing it, and that's fine. You know, like, yeah, sure. They, they, they don't need to follow that. Uh, but anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, they're that. Then after that, there is a whale. Like a fucking giant, giant-ass whale, which would just be a CGI thing. It's not like really, it's just more of like a character scene, which I'm worried they would skip. But they really can't for if they, I mean, they're never going to get to Brook, but if they do and they skip the fucking whale, what the fuck are they doing? But anyway, then after that, uh, there is a fight with literally several hundred swordsmen versus Zoro, and also a big acrobatic fight through a town before superpower people showed up. Then after that, there's is an island like full of giant animals and literally two like hundred feet tall Viking warriors who are fighting endlessly.
1: Okay, that sounds like a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. And keep in mind why I said that this season would be considerably easier to adapt than the next one.
1: <laughs> alright, alright. So um, so they got the easy stuff out of the way, and production was starting to drag towards the end on the easy stuff. That's not a good sign, Harry. Are we going to cover next season?
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe eventually. But <clears throat> by, by standard tradition, uh-huh. we did give Black Lightning Season 1 a ranking. And we finished the season of One Piece, so it's time to rank it. Fair. Okay,
1: so, um, bit of a mixed bag, this one. Like, pretty good up top, but then got worse and worse over time and ended with a bit of a wet fart. And it certainly seems to be undercutting some of the coolest stuff from the source material. So, how does right below Black Lightning sounds to you? Like, where would that put it on the list? What would that put it above? Um. Because we have had shows with bad endings. Like, we talk about Toku. Bad endings are
0: kind of our bread and butter. I think that's pretty fair. Um, What was... So, GoBusters. Yeah, it's below Go Busters. Uh, yeah, I'd say, because that would put it... Below So I think I our current ranking, if I remember correctly, Common Rider Double, uh, Go Kaiger, Power Rangers RPM, uh Go Busters, Black Lightning, Gridman, Garo, Kamen Rider Guy, and Rider Zero One, Ultraman Nexus. Um See my pro Hmm Here's the wit way- because you hate Gridman, I would put this a lot below Gridman. In okay, fact so, so what is your proposal for what, is, what it I is I honestly between. think this is just above Gaim Cause Gridman It Ooh. knew what it was It was a tight series, shorter episodes also These were like, these episodes got up to like A fucking hour long and they did not use it Garo, Garo was a mess But the fights were good The fights were good throughout Okay, okay.
1: We're saying a lot of stuff here Harry um, What So right below Gridman Right above Gaim
0: well, no, no, that's that's where Garo is. Oh, so right, right. I'd, of, I'd say, I'd say below Garo, below, right above guy. below Garo, above guy. Because like Garo was definitely flawed, but it was a series of like action fights, and it it did that. This is One Piece, and it failed at being One Piece. I liked the characters in this better than
1: I liked the characters in Garo, though. Garo stayed true to itself. Oh man! I I'd be... how. Do you remember how angry we were at the villain in Garo, and how it was like a human, and that suddenly made everyone powerless, and how there they yeah. had like no plan.
0: Yeah, like I, you know, you yeah. I, okay, below Gridman, above Garo. Below Gridman, above Garo. Okay, I can accept right. that. Right. Done. And that is the 11th thing we have completed enough to rank for Rokusatsu. <laughs> which is a weird rating system. Because we fucking... Alright, so here, here's the... Here, what should we do next? Because we have two options. Uh, one is, like, catch-up. Because we're a couple episodes short of finishing season one of uh, Doom Patrol. Or... We're more episodes short, like we were at like three out of ten or so of Hotel Del Luna. Oh, and I would like, I would like to finish one of those off. And we don't need to do it like this. We could just like informally watch the whole thing and then just chat about it for, and then just chat about it for a while. And I'll set up a game for if we end up with a short chat, then we can like fill out the episode.
1: How so about we, don't we need do
0: to. Hotel Del Luna? Okay. Yeah. We'll watch the rest of Hotel Del Luna and we'll talk about it. Okay,
1: okay. That's on Netflix. It has some very pretty Koreans in it.
0: Yeah, some, yeah. Some it has Koreans.
1: a man with, like, the sharpest cheeks I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, and... Yes. He, he does have those. Alright. Alright. Because, uh, uh, yeah, it's just... It's, we were just so close to finishing some of that stuff, I want to do that before we go on to our next thing. No, so, that,
1: is, that is absolutely fair.
0: Yeah, and speaking of... Returning to something old and familiar, what are we going to keep doing until then?
1: We're going to keep dancing.
0: We are going to keep dancing.